0: hello welcome to the stubborn tortoise podcast i'm donna pazdera um so this has been kind of a challenging week um just various things um i uh had i've been having to wear my glasses i know this just you know don't cry for me argentina um but i've been having to wear my glasses all week and it's really making it difficult when i go running because um, I can't wear sunglasses. Um, and you know I've been wearing a hat and trying to pull it down, but then my glasses steam up or it get all full of sweat. and yes, yeah, it's just been a little bit of a challenge, and it's kind of a drag. i um I saw <laughs> I would have never dreamed that it was this complicated to go find and you know to to get an appointment with an eye doctor. Um, okay, whoop, uh, the the Reader's Digest version is uh, last week I burned my corneas um, because of some uh, contact lens solution that somehow did not neutralize. Uh, it had hydrogen peroxide in it and it did not neutralize overnight as it was supposed to. Um, it is possible that the case I was using was a little uh, old, but, uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't that old, at least, you know, been using this stuff for years and it's really never bothered me before um i mean you know i'll get the occasional twinge but nothing you know scary um yeah unfortunately i ended up in the er trying to get my eyes (laughs) so i can actually see again um and you know mercifully yes i'm good you know um but i (laughs) i tried um calling my regular up all, oh, I can't say that word. I'm just going to say eye doctor um, on Monday morning when they opened and uh, was pretty much told to, you know, stuff it, even though I had, uh, you know, an emergency, I, you know, I needed someone to take a look and make sure I wasn't going to like, you know, damage myself. And um, in fact, I was told that the earliest I could get in would be like the 27th, which was just ridiculous you know who's gonna sit around for you know a couple of weeks wondering you know if they've done damage to their eyes and so they gave me this phone number for um this other place where they farm out stuff too and this place i don't even know the name of it it doesn't matter but and it's funny the er doctor also had given me uh a number to the same thing i think it's part of a chain or something but this outfit is just trash as far as i'm concerned I would call in and they would tell me I was like, you know, 16th or 20th in the queue or something like that. And so I'd just sit there, you know, patiently, you know, waiting for somebody to answer the on phone. And then I, uh, I would get, you know, I'd be the, the next caller. And then all of a sudden it would go to this voicemail thing that said voicemail is, uh, full. And then I would get disconnected. And this happened to me twice after waiting for 25 minutes each time. Um, I did try the number of the place that the uh, ER doctor had recommended, um, which is this part of the same outfit, but I think it might've been a different location. Um, and that one wasn't taking calls. So I was, Yeah, I was pretty disappointed and, and frustrated and quite honestly kind of angry about this because you know, this was not like, oh good. I'm just going to go see if I can, you know, get contacts or something. It's like, I think I may have done something really bad, you know, and I need some, I mean, you know, when I'm being told to go to the ER and the ER doctor is, you know, prescribing, you know, ointment, you know, four times a day. I mean, that's not exactly, you know, a walk in the park. Um, so then I found out through my sister that, um, some target locations have, um, and, uh, eye doctor uh you know uh, on premises and so i i did find one and uh, was able to get in for an appointment on wednesday and um <laughs> this doctor was really funny it's like i don't think they were really expecting me um i think they were expecting you know just your run-of-the-mill you know person coming in to you know get glasses or contacts or you know just do the usual jazz but you know there i am as as one of the nurses told me she's like you're a very special patient i'm just like "Uh oh and she goes no that's a good thing i'm like all right i'll take your word on that and so i uh <laughs> i get in there and uh he was funny i mean he was just a, he was a very funny you know uh, young guy um was from california asian american um and we had some, you know, fun conversations, you know, just about things and whatnot. And uh, anyway, um, he decided, though, that I've got scratches. I had scratches on my right cornea, which was weird because the ER doctor hadn't really noticed that. Um, in the left eye, the ER doctor thought had more damage. But then this guy said, no, not really, you know, but we don't want you to wear your contacts, though, until, you know, we look at this again. I'm just like, oh really this is becoming a saga and um and so i very obediently you know made another appointment and i was hoping i could make it with him just because you know you kind of like having that continuity and it turns out he was um his wife was going to be uh induced the following day uh to give birth to their daughter and um you know mazel tov um you know and i was very happy for them about that but i was just like i just i just you know, but uh, I've got an appointment on Monday as in tomorrow, because this is Sunday, and, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to go back to my contacts this week, because, man, this has just been a drag. I mean, I realize, again, first world problems, you know, but it was just still enough to make, <laughs> in fact, I moved my classes online on Monday just because I just didn't know about driving and stuff still, you know, and, and that that's, everything's fine now. I mean, uh, yeah, so... Anyway, so yeah, there was that. And then I had kind of a, a bit of a disappointment at work that I don't need to get into, but anyway, I just say it involves money <laughs> and it uh, doesn't always, and um, you know, feeling a little disappointed, but you know, there's a p- possibility it will work out, but, um, but you know, nonetheless, you're just kind of in this mood, you know, and then uh, I don't know, I guess later in the week, I guess it was like midweek. Um, I just got to thinking about a lot of things and um I was looking at I was actually looking for um an email for Patty Godfrey who is the um race director for Snowdrop because I uh was going to I want to interview her for a future podcast spoiler alert yes she's going to be on this podcast next month and I'm super excited about that um but then <laughs> then the interesting thing happened uh, and it's probably my my dear friend patricia from the great hereafter Um, patricia is somebody that i know i'm sorry this story feels like it's going in 16 directions but stay with me there is a point Um, but yeah patricia and i have we never actually physically met Uh, we've talked on the phone we've you know emailed and you know and things like that um she lived up in fort worth and i knew her for many years um via live journal which is for all of you old school folks that was or for those of you who were not old school that was sort of like the first social media thing um even before MySpace, it was um it's just this i mean it's still there and i still keep a journal although it's private um ha. Uh, but, but that's how we used to communicate with each other uh is we used to have you know you would find i don't even know how I how we found each other but we did I've made so many lasting friendships through LiveJournal and I'm still determined at some point to make some sort of a a documentary about those relationships because I think they are so much more deep and rich than anything you can find typically, you know, these days, um, which I think is interesting. But yeah, I, so Patricia is about my age, maybe a couple of years older and she was living up in Fort Worth. Um, had been, you know, an academic for a little while and just incredibly smart and wise and, um, and, you know, was following a saga of her and this, this guy, she was dating and he ended up being a jerk and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, anyway, so Patricia, whose name is very similar to Patty's, um, you know, the first names, as I was going through my Google mail, um, it's kind of like a, a ghost coming out of the past because last Uh, December, um, Patricia died. And um, I was pretty, I was pretty devastated by it. Um, You know, I've been in in touch with her, um, you know, quite a bit over the last year. And um, and I don't know if it, I think it might've been something from long COVID, um, but she had this like horrible liver disease that ultimately killed her. Um, But we, you know, stayed in touch. I would send her books and you know, she would, she sent me lunch out of the blue last year. Um, I have this wonderful salad that came to me from the bird bakery. Um, and I'm like, who sent this to, and it didn't have anything on it, you know? And so I'm just like, and then eventually I worked it out that that was her cause she had asked for my address that day. And, um, she was just one of these people that was incredibly kind and very, um, funny and, and wise. And, um, You know, so, but we shared a lot of our own, you know, personal histories with each other. And, you know, I I just, I felt very close to her, even though we had never met. Um, And I I know that sounds weird, um, but I think, you know, a lot of people these days do have those sorts of relationships with people. And, um, but anyway, I came across this email from her, and I'm going to try to see if I can find it real quick. But, Oh shoot, yeah, here it is. Um anyway. Jeez. This came it's funny. It came almost to the day. Wow, this is weird. I didn't even realize the date, man. She must be. Patricia, you're doing something with me, aren't you? Uh-huh. Anyway, um, this is from 2019, September twelfth, twenty nineteen. And anyway, I won't read the read it to you necessarily, but essentially I was telling her about this guy that I had been involved with. Well, and here's, I don't want to, I don't really want to air dirty laundry and, and go over grievances per se, because I, you know, it's, it's not important. And I, of course, I know some people would love to know all the juicy, you know, sordid details, but you know, it, it's, it's anyway, there's a person that I, I met who lived in the Valley and um, we ended up I don't know how to put this politely, but we were just sort of friends with benefits. Okay, I mean, I wanted it to be more, but he did not, and so, like always, I ended up being, you know, my my stupid self. And this is not, you know, this is a pattern with me. Okay, and I'm becoming acutely acutely aware of this that this is a pattern for me, and I um, just you know, I'm willing to accept whatever somebody can throw at me, you know, be it somebody who's, you know, in a relationship with somebody else or somebody who's just not completely, you know, available, you know, or somebody who might say, well, you know, I really don't want to get serious or I don't want to have kids. And so, you know, I would contort myself, um, to, you know, uh, fit whatever they wanted. You know, I was sort of like, you know, Play-Doh or something sometimes. And again, I blame myself a lot for, for doing this kind of crap. I mean, I think they call this codependency. Um, but you know suffice it to say, this is a person who, um, and, I, and I have talked about this with other people, and, and so this is, you know, again, I'm not gonna list a you know, ton of grievances here, but I mean, I think the one thing that, that really stuck out to me was we went to a concert a couple of years ago and um he insisted on he wanted to be really close to see the band and i was like i can't afford this i can't afford that that ticket okay i'm sorry and uh you know so <clears throat> rather than you know <laughs> paying my half of the ticket or you know buying my ticket um god this is so embarrassing um he sat many rows in front of me while i sat in the back or you know further toward the back uh, throughout the concert. I mean, what kind of person does that, you know? And, you know, his, his rationale is just, was just that, well, you know, you're all individuals at a concert anyway, so who cares? I I don't know. To me, that's just really splitting hairs and just kind of a a weird way to do things. And of course I was an idiot for allowing that to happen, you know? So there's that. Um, also, he's also one of these people, who would walk in front of me and, or open the door and, you know, and I would walk (laughs) behind. I don't know why that, that kind of thing is like a red flag to me. And I, I, you know, again, I, I I try to put these things off and and not, you know, think too much of it. Cause I mean, there were things about this person that, that were okay, you know? Um, but, you know, by and large, it, it really was not a, uh, a healthy situation for me at least. Um, you know, and, and not too long ago, uh, he called or he texted me. We almost never talked on the phone, but um, he uh, texted me and said that there's some woman that was interested in him, but she wanted to know why, you know, why he wouldn't be interested in her since we had been together. And, and he's like, well, how do you think she would know about that? And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> And it was like, well, I think it was kind of an open secret, you know, and, and really, what does it matter? I mean, just the fact that he would tell me this was just so upsetting and, and just so kind of cruel in a way, you know, and, and then, of course, he's like, well, I wasn't interested in her anyway. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, and it's just like, I just feel like I was dealing with somebody who really has a lot of issues. Listen, I've got issues too, and I don't need to be taking on other people's issues. But getting back to Patricia's email um she's like honey i did it my whole life stayed with crappy men because somehow thought that was all i deserved and i will say to you what i wish someone had said to me cut it the out i don't know what it was yeah and i'm not reading from her email again but um i don't know what it was that day it was just sort of like seeing that you know and and she was you know and there's much more you know to it um, but I think it got into my head and I just started thinking about it and this person was supposed to come up, uh, to San Antonio, um, or passing through on, on their way to a race, um, next month. And originally gave me one date and I it was like on a Wednesday or something. And I was a little hesitant about it cause I had to kind of think about my schedule. I mean, you know, I do work. Hello. Um, And so then i'm like yeah that should work and then next thing i know he's changing it to the following week because he's like well no i'm going to be driving to x you know and um on that earlier date that he gave me and it's just like this whole thing was sort of always there to keep me off balance and um i don't know i don't know what happened and i think you know here's something really dumb but you know going back to the eye doctor uh i thought the eye doctor was really cute by the way um i mean before i knew he was married <laughs> we had this really fun repartee you know and and you know and and i don't often i mean i don't think i was flirting necessarily but i was definitely engaging and chatty and you know just trying it out you know cuz i i'm not real good at that sort of thing <laughs> but anyway and then when I found out that he was, you know, married and he's getting ready to, you know, help his wife, he was going to go on paternity leave and all this sort of thing. I'm just like, God, I wish somebody cared enough about me that they would do something like that, you know? And and I guess that's what, you know, everything started coming into focus, haha, <laughs> um, to use the eye analogy. Um, and, and I was just sort of like, you know what, this is ridiculous. This thing's been going on for years off and on. And... I just don't need it anymore. I I just don't. And, um, so I'm not, I'm not real proud of, of how I ended this, but I pretty much texted him and just told him I never wanted to see him again <laughs> and just told him that I was, you know, that I need to be primary in somebody's life and not secondary and was then blocked on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I shouldn't say blocked, I should say unfriended. Um, and, uh, that was that yeah again that was probably not the greatest way to (laughs) communicate this information to somebody but um i I think the whole thing was just so broken in the first place that it really didn't matter what i did and you know that it had dragged on for so many years um again i think it's been like a year since i'd seen him anyway you know i would get the occasional text from time to time and you know that was that, and you know, I mean, it was me. I, was, I mean, I'm to blame for accepting this sort of stuff. Um, and again, I think a lot, and and I am trying to find a therapist because I do think this is a recurring theme in my life. And you know, it's funny because I've interviewed a couple of women lately that you know were in either physically or emotionally abusive relationships, and I'm just like, wow, you know what? so was i even if it might not have been a you know full-on relationship it was still something you know where this person was was you know center in my life for you know or in my mind um and again i know that i'm certainly not you know an innocent victim here or something like that i mean i probably am an idiot for you know letting this drag on long and you know as long as it did and i um you know probably should just (laughs) But it really did sort of put me in a funk for a few days, and I know I had some pretty epic friends-only Facebook posts. Um, you know, we and again, I mean, I think you know those of you who listen to this already know that I, I pretty much bare my soul as well as I can, and um, you know, and maybe I don't need to be airing that kind of laundry on Facebook or even here, um, but I felt like that's something that maybe you know somebody else might be able to relate to. Um, you know, and then we can kind of, you know, hopefully I can start charting some, you know, progress in my life. Um, you know, if, you know, in finding a therapist and just trying to figure out what in the world is triggering all of this feeling of not being good enough. And I think Lydia Rios and I talked about that a few weeks ago, you know, not being good enough. And I, you know, I totally get it. And, um. And i think sometimes i'm just like well you know you're 61 years old <laughs> a lot of guys your age or they're married you know and uh, you know you're just not gonna you know it's just not gonna happen or you know it, it, we're, well just stop settling for whatever you know it's it's like you know you're you're better than that you can you can you can choose you you don't have to say, okay, I guess this is all I can get. So I guess I'll just stick with this. And I mean, I've been doing this for over 20 years off and on, you know, with various people. And um, and again, I know this is a very deep rooted issue. So it's not like, you know, this is a one off thing. Um, But I think it did wake me up and just kind of make me go, okay, you really need to figure this out because i i don't want to go on like this you know and and i think i've got a you know handful of friends that you know have reached out and you know they're like we're really kind of concerned about your you know mental well-being and i'm like i understand you know And, and i'm trying to work on that i mean i know a lot of my problem is that i live in my head a lot of times i live by myself and so i'm sitting here you know at my computer in my house you know and uh and i'm not a and i'm not an extrovert you know i don't want to go out and have you know dinner and drinks with people <laughs> i'm fine by myself you know and so i know that also creates a you know a ripe environment for problems and um so anyway but at least i've you know i I'd, <laughs> identifying the problem is the first step um or something like that and uh yeah so i just um you know but i felt pretty pretty sad the last few days yesterday and today were better. Um, you know, I went on some, you know, runs, if you will. I mean, <laughs> uh, I just have to stop st- starting so darn late. God, what is wrong with me? Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think I've been trying to, you know, just be kind to myself and, um, um, and move on. And I mean, I think that's really all you can do. And, um, Yeah. So, wow, this was not the episode I would have expected myself to be recording like a week ago. Um, But here I am, life happens. And, uh, you know, stuff, again, these are, you know, kind of first world problems. I mean, but they're still my problems and, you know, they are what I'm dealing with. So, I mean, it's, you know, certainly not like life is just a, you know, nonstop good time, you know, but life is short. And I think you just need to, cut out things that do not make you happy or do not make your life move forward. And, um, and I think that's, you know, something I, you know, I take away from this, this experience. Um, But anyway, if anybody's got any comments or anything like that, please feel free to reach out. Um, You know, if, uh, you know, I I think I've got an okay support system. Thank God for my sister um, and my friends. And, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, at least it wasn't like a, uh, you know, like a marriage or, you know, even a real serious relationship. But again, I think just the sort of flimsiness of it <laughs> kind of makes me, you know, like I say, I feel kind of embarrassed that I, you know, allowed this to go on for so long. And probably should have just, you know, cut the ties when I moved up to San Antonio, you know, five years ago. And, you know, instead just thought, well, let's see what happens, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm not here to sit and analyze, you know, someone's behavior and and whatnot. I mean, I have my own theories about what motivates a person like that. Um, But again, it's not my place here to comment about it because I'm not an expert. And, uh, you know, and again, I realize I've got my own stuff. No one's ever going to date me because <laughs> here I am talking about this stuff. are <laughs> like, woo, let's stay away from her. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but really, I am trying to work on it, okay? Um, <laughs> good Lord. I think that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time. Have a great week.